the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Rob Black, talking money, invested in more. Joining me now, Chris Siaccia from thestreet.com. Chris, good morning. Good morning, Rob. How are you doing today? Doing well, but I think you're doing better than me because you just wrote an article about taking a test drive in a Tesla. Sounds pretty cool. Tell us about the experience. Yeah, it was a, a lot of fun. I had the uh, new version of the Model S, the P85D over the Memorial Day weekend, so I was able to have it for four days. I got around, you know, in about 400 miles, and it was a lot of fun to test drive the car, and unfortunately, I had to give it back. Um, but, you know, judging by, um, based on my experience, if you can afford the $130,000 price tag, it's definitely worth buying. I'm assuming as a journalist, you can't afford the $130,000 price tag. You know, there's that little, that little caveat, but maybe someday. Um, from, you know, a couple of years ago when I'd see them on the road, all heads would turn. If it was parked in a parking lot, people would sneak up on it and take a look inside. Did you get any of that experience? That and more. I first got okay. the car on Friday afternoon and immediately a couple of people came up to me and said, or they complimented the car and they were very, uh, enthusiastic about it. And that continued throughout the weekend both men and women, um, surprisingly, it was, it was, it was fun to, to experience. And, and the Model S is still definitely a head-turner. People on the road were giving me thumbs up when I was driving past them. It was really something to, to see, and you can see the enthusiasm that Americans have for their cars, and the Model S seems to be the, most, the one that people are most enthusiastic about. I'm asking this in kind of a silly way, but would it have given you more game with the ladies if you I weren't think, in a committed relationship? I think that's a fair thing to say, Rob. Um, okay. You would be surprised at how many uh, women over the weekend came up and talked to me about the car. Um, it's definitely something that if, you know, if you're a single guy and you're looking to find a girl, the Model S is definitely not going to hurt your chances. Okay, I'm with you on that. Tell us a little bit about the media experience. I know that's one of the big talked-about features inside the vehicle. Yeah, I mean, the, da- the, or the control panel is essentially a giant iPad. It's a 17-inch touchscreen, and it lets you do a, a plethora of different things, from media to navigation. You can add your phone and all your contacts in your calendar. You can see the actual energy usage so that you know how many miles you've driven how many miles you have to left to go on a full charge, 
how many uh, what your projected range is, and you know when the car is in park, you can access the internet. I did that you know quite a few times, and you know it's just it's, it's a, a lot of fun and it's incredibly easy to use and it makes the driving experience that much better. Not a distraction at all. No, absolutely not. It only enhances it. You know, when you when you're on when you're driving, you can't access the web, so it's not a, a distraction. And if you want to change music, there are controls on the uh, the steering wheel that allow you to do it easily, so that you're not looking all over the place. And the same thing with the navigation; you can see it right on the dashboard, so that once you set your trip before you start out, you see the route that you have to take. And there's voice-activated GPS, so. That lady that's always screaming at you that you missed the left turn will scream at you that you missed the left turn. So there's no reason um, for you to be distracted while driving the car. Any last thoughts on the Tesla Model S? Again, if if it comes if if you can afford it, that hundred thirty thousand dollar price tag, which is a, a lot for most Americans to chew and bite off, it's definitely worth it. Okay. Changing topics, uh, this is a big week. Google's got a big conference. There's a big coding conference in California as well. Uh, you've got a little bit about an Apple car story. Um, you're starting to hear more rumblings from different manufacturers. Uh, GM's Mary Barrow was speaking, and you know, she said, you know, automated cars are coming, and I get that Google and Apple want to be in our dash, and we'll figure it out. Uh, what's your recent research show you here? You know, Apple's uh, chief operating officer, Jeff Williams, who is essentially Tim Cook's Tim Cook when Tim was the COO to Steve Jobs, spoke at the code conference yesterday, the one that you were referencing, and he kind of let slip that the car is the ultimate mobile device. Apple has publicly not said anything about their plans for a car. I had asked them about that when I was out there, and they would not comment on it, but you know, you can kind of hear the rumblings that Apple is doing something. I know that Fiat CEO Sergio Marchionne went out and took a recent trip to Silicon Valley, and he talked to Apple as, uh, as one of his stops. So I would not be shocked um, to hear, you know, little rumblings now and then on Apple getting into the auto space. I know Mary Barra, you know, kind of put a little damper on, on the hopes of some – uh, Apple investors saying it's not that easy to build a car, but when you have $190 billion in cash and you're hiring automotive engineers from and battery engineers like crazy, then maybe that gives you a leg up on the competition. How soon until we start really seeing, I know there's, I think there's going to be some this year, but how soon until we start getting a proliferation of Apple or Google on our dashboards? I think, you know, for the mainstream consumer, we'll probably see it, you know, probably by the, the latter part of next year, or early part of 2017. You're going to start to see it, some of it, you know, really come out later this year when the 2016 models are um, from the different automakers are, are coming out. But I think that's going to be few and far between. I think most people will really start to see it as their leases end up, you know, within the next you know, 18 to 24 months. And, th and that's when I think you'll start to really see the proliferation of Apple and Google and what they can do on the dashboard and the control panel. And then ultimately we see where they, those two companies take it from there. Google at the conference yesterday, their executive hinted 
He's like, we don't really want to make the cars. We just want to design the technology for automated driving cars and kind of license it out. Do you expect that to be a truth? Because the Google cars are starting to become, there's a lot of ideas. Like there's like, you could put them on campuses. You could put them in, you know, workspaces. You could put them in cities. Uh, maybe you don't want them carrying you over a mountain. Uh, what do you think the ultimate Google driving experience is going to look like from what you've learned so far? I think that's kind of – I don't think that's going to stray too much from what Google said yesterday. You know, we've seen them do that with other technologies. <clears throat> Excuse me. They did that with Android. They don't want to own the whole phone. They tried to do that with the Motorola purchase, and it didn't really work out. And it wound up that they just wanted it for the patents anyway. And they're happy to just license the technology um, and then get you to use it and generate revenues another different way. So – I kind of believe what Google had to say in terms of not actually wanting to build their own cars. They don't seem like, you know, they're all that interested in doing that. This the driverless car seems like a fun project for them, but it doesn't seem like it would be a, ever a serious revenue driver. So, I kind of I kind of believe what Google had to say. And yeah, there were stories out this week that Jonathan Ivey's gone back. He's probably going to head back to London to help raise two of his young twin boys, but also to maybe oversee the manufacturing plant that Apple's building that a lot of people think is going to manufacture cars. Uh, so Google versus Apple and cars, maybe they take separate roads per se. Yeah, I mean, you, you've seen that with, you know, mobile devices. You've seen that with Android and iOS and how they approach operating systems. So it only stands to reason that they're both, if they do both get into the automotive industry, that it'll be a completely different way. Apple will want to own the entire experience, and Google is happy just owning the software and then generating revenue off ads, I guess. Anything else that you're working on in the world of tech that you find interesting that may be titillating for our audience? Yeah, I think it'll be interesting to see what else Google has to say at their developer conference uh, which starts in a couple of hours. I'm expecting some things on mobile payments, maybe something on virtual reality, maybe some new operating systems. And then in a couple of weeks, Apple has their big developer conference, so we'll see what they have to what they have to announce. It's it's like a battle of the two titans when one th or like a heavyweight fight. One throws a punch, the other one staggers a little bit, and then comes back with their own punch. And then the two companies are going to keep going back and forth. It's kind of madness, isn't it? Like, uh, we're talking about in two weeks, Apple's going to have its developer conference, and we're kind of getting jonesed about it, and will it just be Beats Music Service? Will that go after Spotify? Or will we get virtual reality? Or will we get a car? Or will we get... It's kind of madness keeping up with it. Who, who do you think is winning the PR side of it right now? I think Apple will always win the PR side of it, and that's simply because of the media's obsession with Apple, people's affinity for iPhones and iPads. It's much harder for the consumer to relate to a search engine that they can get access anywhere as they are actually holding a physical device. And I think that's why you, you've always seen a, an affinity for Apple from both the consumer standpoint and the media standpoint as well. So I think unless they, they really do something drastic where they damage their brand, I think Apple is probably going to win the PR battle from here on out. Thanks very much. It's Chris Siachi, a tech editor for TheStreet.com, giving us some insights into what's currently happening in the press and in the media as far as conferences going. Having, drive a, having driven a Tesla S, I'm pretty darn jealous. And uh, don't think I didn't ask that question about does it give you more game with the ladies because a lot of decisions in the world revolve around men trying to impress women, and I don't sell that short. 
800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. It's 800-516-1220 to get your calls in the air. We'll take a break here. Don't forget, I have a big seminar coming up, 10 Pillars of Retirement Investing, coming up in Burlingame a week from today. Sign up at robblack.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 